Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Good morning, everyone. How are we doing today? It is September 8th, Tuesday, September 8th. And this is your daily financial news. Well, we have our answer. We have our answer from Friday about whether the tech wreck, the NASDAQ, whatever you want to call it, uh, if the selling would continue. And uh, the answer is yes. Uh, It's funny. I was watching uh, Dave Potnoy a little bit this morning and uh, the young man's down three million bucks in three days. Uh, he is worth a lot of money, so I'm sure he doesn't feel it. Uh, but I remember being down what was lots of money for me back in the early 2000s. So uh, I'm sitting on the sidelines watching the party end and remembering what uh, what it felt like to to lose control. And as... Lots of you uh, like to remind me I'm an emotional investor, certainly when it comes to stock. It's why I'm not in the game. But yeah, today we'll test people, right? There was some talk about last Friday being the weak hands getting out in the morning and the stocks roaring back. Well, I'm not sure that's true, frankly. I think there is certainly more pain ahead. Uh, I had never seen... Even in the dot-com era, um, earnings stretched to 150x and just lots and lots of crazy things. So again, we're going to see where it goes. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I remember. So what do we got today? First off, the big news of the day for me is uh, it looks like Nikola. Uh, we've talked about them a couple of times making that truck. Uh, had um, crazy evaluation with no sales, if you remember we talked about them well. GM, General Motors, just bought 11% stake in Nikola, and they are going to help them with the engineering and ultimately production of this 900 horsepower um, super truck. So looks like we're going to see this super truck. I mean, there were lots of people who were thinking Nikola's CEO was some kind of this generation snake oil salesman, which I have no idea. He could be. Don't know. But now that that General Motors is behind him, I think you have to assume the truck sees light of day. Uh, I think there was a lot of people in the, is this real? Is something going to happen? Will the truck ever come out? Uh, I think General Motors buying 11% stake says the truck happens. We'll see. Could absolutely be wrong. GM could be fooled just like any other stock market investor. Uh, But I'm guessing they did some pretty good due diligence. And uh, we should see a 900 horsepower super truck. Uh, I don't know when, but uh, it it will be interesting. Tesla. Tesla is in the news for a couple of reasons today. First off, there was an adjustment of the S&P 500 after market close last Friday. And to everyone's surprise... Tesla was not added. Uh, They chose to add Etsy and somebody else, not named Tesla. Then, oh, by the way, um, 
Remember, I think it was Wednesday last week, I told you guys Tesla's offering $5 billion in new stock. Watch out. Well, I just read this morning, they sold it all in three days. What the hell does that tell you? Hmm, doesn't give me the warm and fuzzies. It told me that um, Tesla doesn't have faith. They thought the stock was richly valued. Again, they announce it Wednesday and they execute selling $5 billion in new, uh, in new shares in three days, two and a half days, really. Wow, that just, that just, that's just crazy. Uh, I don't know where it's at now. I, I was, I've actually been up since five watching all this stuff happen. Looks like they were down 12% pre-market. I think I saw somewhere they were down 18%. Um, the selling is pretty severe right now. Last time I checked, it was eight to one. Uh, you know, historically speaking, when I was looking at the market, it ever, if it ever got nine to one, uh, that is telling you that, um, everybody's selling everything. The baby's being thrown out with the bathwater. We're pretty close. Eight to one versus nine to one. Uh, but, um, you know, I don't know that there's panic yet. I think, I think we're seeing cracks. Um, but I don't think we have panic yet. What does that mean? Wow. If we've had three down days, Dave Potnoy's lost 3 million bucks in three days and we haven't had panic yet. That's, that's, uh, that's an interesting statement for me to make. What I would tell folks, if you're in the market, this is your first kind of uncomfortable feeling and again i say this as someone who turned seven grand into almost 200 and then proceeded to lose most of that um you need do you know what you own seriously do you know what you own or were you just buying four letter symbols some people were don't kid yourself some of the day traders were playing momentum and they have no idea what they own they couldn't tell you what one symbol is over the other and if that's the case Check yourself in the mirror. That's not investing. That is straight up gambling. Second, do you know why you own it? Is the answer because somebody with a green hammer said it was good? Or do you see increased market share? Do you see increased revenue? Do you see competition falling away? Do you see a protective moat around the company? Why? Why do you own it? Most of, most of the day traders have no freaking clue why they own it. Because the call to put spread was two to one. I'm, what the hell? I, that's, that's not why you invest. Um, and then lastly, are you scared? Right? Are you emotional? Right? It is all fun and dandy when it's going up. Do you turn into a nervous wreck? Can you not sleep? Do you, can't, can you not eat? These are all signs that you might be a little bit over leveraged. So be careful. Uh, so again, newbies, time to look yourself in the mirror. You've had a pretty good run. Three, three months, certainly longer than I expect it to go. Again, not in the market, don't really care. Uh, but if you still have some profit, might want to take some. Might want to at least get back your investment capital so you don't lose it all. I saw an interesting article from Goldman Sachs today. Goldman doesn't usually take on the FANG stocks, right? Facebook, Apple, Netflix, Google, and Microsoft now. But it said Apple has downside of 33%. Wow. Wow. Again, don't take my word for it. I thought Apple was the strongest of the FANG stocks. 
And if Goldman sees 33% downside there, whew, I don't know. Again, momentum is fun on the upside, going from $1 trillion to $2 trillion market cap. That's fun. It can turn around and it can be nasty. Uh, looks like China's starting to swing back. Remember, I think it was Saturday we talked about uh, the U.S. potentially uh, putting an embargo or whatever against China's chip manufacturer. Well, it looks like China has accused us of bullying. Yeah, we're big bullies, uh, certainly in the technology space. Uh, yeah, I think we are. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I think they're right on this. We are bullies, but you know they're they're equally bully on lots of other things. This is just part of the game. I am waiting uh, for China to strike back with something, um, and just calling us a big fat bullies. They're neither here nor there. Uh, something's coming. Uh, looks like Boeing. Boeing. What a what a story Boeing is. Uh, I just read that there is now quality control issues potentially with the Dreamliner. As you know, the 737 Supermax, I think it's called, has been grounded for seemingly a year and a half now. Looks like uh, during the investigation of that, they have found quality control lapses with the Dreamliner. Man, Boeing, what the hell? What are you doing? Uh, next up, Disney. Uh, Disney, again, that we talked about, I think, yesterday, Mulan. You know, are, are they going to go all in streaming? It looks like there is now some analysts out there that say, yeah, they might. It's, it's funny. We just talked about it yesterday. But there's, um, there's a news article out there saying they may look to spin off ABC and ESPN and thus take that capital, use it back into streaming and, uh, you know, go to the next level there. Uh, again, they've had a tremendous land grab. Uh, this health crisis was very fortuitous timing for Disney and really could accelerate that. It'll be interesting if they tr truly spin off ABC and ESPN. Uh, saw an article about school closures around the world, right? Really our kids, right? Specifically the younger kids are, are truly missing out uh, if schools don't reopen safely and continue to stay open. Uh, there's a lot of economic impact uh, that that could bring. Uh, by one account, uh, $15 trillion over a decade. That's a worldwide number. Uh, but again, just just really that this is a worldwide crisis. And there are lots of families, right? You and yours might be thinking about you and your children. But just remember, every parent out there with school-age kids is thinking about this. Right? I don't think there's a a country out there other than maybe Samoa, which is a country I heard that doesn't have any any um, cases yet. So good for them. Uh, but it's it's a problem, right? One of the proudest moments I had was seeing Teresa walk across her high school graduation and uh, college. But it would be a tough choice, right? If she was in first, second grade, you know, it's it would be it would be so different. So uh, kids are important. We need we need to watch out for that. Uh, Netflix, Reed Hastings has a new book out. Uh, there's a couple of things I've, I've read in the synopsis that I thought were interesting. First off, he sees no value in work from home. I thought that was interesting. No value. Uh, I think he was on CNBC. It might have been Bloomberg. I watched a lot of stuff this morning because I was up so early. Uh, they pressed him on that. No value from work from home. And he asked, when are, when are you going to bring people back? And he kind of hemmed and hawed. And he basically said about six months probably after a vaccine is released. Uh, he wants people back at the office uh, where Jack Dorsey, Twitter CEO, right in Square, I think, 
Uh, he's like, nope, uh, you can work from home. And then we have Pinterest sort of 89 million bucks last week or two weeks ago getting out of their lease. So there's going to be a tug and pull, right? Um, work from home, come back to the office. It will be interesting. The second thing he talked about was high salaries, right? Um, high salaries. Basically, his point there is he pays up for talent. He said the top 10% of employees uh, are easily 10x better than average employees, hence you pay them more. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, October 1st is right around the corner. That's an important date for um, airlines. Uh, a lot of layoffs are coming. And then finally, the Senate. The Senate looks to vote on the stimulus bill this week. I've been waiting for that. We have to see. We have to see if Congress in its totality, care about the American people or they care about an election. That's what this is going to come down to. We've built the bridge halfway. We have clear pain in the system. We're going to see. We're going to see what happens if, uh, if Congress cares or not. It's that simple. So at the end of the day, that's what I got for you. I will likely... I'll uh, be doing another video here in a little bit talking about the stock market, the crash, really trying to talk to new investors who uh, probably have seen a fair amount of profit lost if they've been playing the momentum game. Uh, I've been there. I lived through it, so maybe my, my story will make sense. Um, all right, everybody, have a wonderful day. And, of course, we will do our daily show tomorrow right around 730. Bye.